Welcome to the 310th episode of the Cue It Up podcast, the only podcast that comes with a money-back guarantee. I am your host, Jared, and to my left is... Eric. Dave of Rock. We are the Cue It Up podcast. Guys, today on the show, we're going to give a brief rundown of things we've been watching this week. Then after that, we're going to get into a spoiler-filled review of the 2003 classic School of Rock. So if you've not seen School of Rock, what the heck's wrong with you? Go tune out, go watch it on Netflix, come back after you're done. With that in mind, let's talk about some things we've been watching this week. Dave... What have you been watching this week? So um, I'm continuing to watch the What If series on Marvel. Mm -hmm. It is disappointing. So they had three episodes good in a row? Uh, They had three. They had two. uh, I'll say this. I think we were talking about anthology series earlier today, but Mm -hmm. how some are great, some are terrible. Do you know if the What If series, is that show run by somebody or is it? Hey, do you want to just do an episode? Like, is there oh, is there a, um, a unifying vision to them? Because that to me is a very interesting thing. With like, you take a look at Black Mirror. Yes, yes, there there are different people in the but there is one man who makes sure that everything is, is on is brand. Depressing. <laughs> well, there's, no, uh, no, there's, there's, there's one. There's, there's uh, two. There's probably one I haven't two. seen. What was the other one? There is San Junipero. Yeah, that's the famous one. What's and, what's another? Oh, one? so now I know it's not depressing. Way to go! Now I'm depressed. Well, I, you know what? For Black I, Mirror, I, I will discuss it later because <laughs> it's all relative. I think it's one that starts out depressing and then has kind of a happy ending. I think I know the one. Okay, yeah, so something I'm, to do with dating, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. So I, I believe I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I would be interested to know if what if is actually being showrunned or they're just like, hey, you do an episode, you do an episode and they go off and do it. Yeah. Is the animation always the same? Yes. On that one, the animation is always the same and it kind of still falls in the same universe, but not their different dimensions. So they'll never connect. Mm-hmm. But. Or will they? If they do that. You know what's upcoming, be, Dave? What? What is it? Doctor Strange and the, the Multiverse, multiverse of, of Madness? madness? Yeah, I don't think this will have anything to do with it. The rumor, not the rumor, but the um, the theory is someone who's not seen What If, is that there will be, even if they're not full things, mm-hmm. like there'll just be maybe quick throwaways. Like you might see female Captain America. There may America. be references to the What If episodes via the multiverse. I could see that happening, like but saying, I don't think I'm, it'll affect the story. Because you see, know that would be a social media moment. If, like, if, they, if they just do the What Ifs, they're all separate... And then they go to see that movie, and then they're like, oh, they're right. all, they all exist. Like, in the, you know, Loki will be more connected than probably. Yeah. I'm just Deadpool, saying that's, that's like prime for a social media. Anyway, moment. since the last time we've talked, though, the last few episodes I've watched have been kind of disappointing. I'll mm-hmm. leave it at that. How many total episodes are there? There has been seven. How so many far? is there going to be? I think there's 10. 10. What's next on the uh, Marvel slate? Um, I guess it would be the Eternals. I don't. I, don't, I think I that's. Paid attention. I think that's right. I know what the Eternals is. Isn't that so? Is Black out? Widow and then no. Shang Chi? No, I mean that was one of the ones. Wait, that no, was... no, no. Listen, I, I'm. I misspoke. I'm not talking about the movies. What's next on What, what If? Uh, no, on the What's next on the Disney Plus side? Oh, uh, that would be uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye's uh, yes. the new one. Okay. Yes. And it's a it's a. Christmas. That seems like a pretty good idea. A good one for a Disney Plus series, right? And it's based around Christmas. 
I like Christmas. Yeah. And it comes out at Christmas. I like Thanksgiving, too. Yeah, me, too. Ah, humbug. Hmm. I'm just kidding. I love Christmas. All right, man. What else have you been um, Other than that, I have started, but haven't made it too far into Star Wars Visions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not watched it yet, so probably the less said on this, the the better, because I probably right. uh, a longer discussion the next time we get together. But I would love to have a full discussion with you. Uh, I've watched three and a half episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, I think two and a half are good. Have you gotten to the uh, the rock opera one yet? Yes. How bad was it? It was pretty bad. That's yeah. the, so that's, that's the, the one, one that you say is That's bad. the one that's really bad. J- uh, Eric kind of saw one with me. Yeah. We'll discuss it more next Which, week. Which, unlike but, Jared, who we pause immediately whenever Jared walked in, because we you know, were like, have you seen this yet, Jared? And we, you know, we, he's not going to want it spoiled. Look, I'm not saying I want it spoiled, but I was also like, eh. Um, I also didn't watch a trailer for Visions, so when it was on, I was like, we had talked about Visions, but I forgot like what the idea of it was, and I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. What is this Star Wars thing? But yeah, I came in while Dave was watching it, and Dave is... We'll get into it more later when we do a full thing, but I was going to say, Dave was annoyed at me because I was very annoyed at the episode I was watching because of changes that were made, and I am someone who is on this podcast, talked about that I don't care... When something is adapted in some way and changes are made. Let me clarify that. When you have an established world and you're changing the way that physics works and space works, I'm a little annoyed. But the physics in the space it would work just space. in an anime. But what's, what's amazing to me is how Eric cares more about, about this about well, this than I believe. I, I'm okay. Well, with first it being off, the hardcore fans physics. barely care about this. I'm yeah. inclu- I'm included in that base. Um, Eric, all this is. Let me Look, let me I'm let me mad, try to explain no, let me something. Re- to let you. me let me clarify. All it's right. not because I feel like it's diminishing Star Wars anyway. It's not the kind of stuff that I've talked about in the past where you're like, that's not the way it was in the comics. I was a comics guy when comics movies came around. I didn't care when stuff was different. But also, I would have been kind of annoyed if, like, say, you know, I read the X-Men when I was younger, and then I go to see the movie, and now the world they live in, like, space and the way that physics works, if people were just, if, like, regular people were just, like, floating around, or, uh, you know, if, like, literally the makeup of the universe yeah. reacted differently, I you would be annoyed. so overreacting to this. This isn't the Floniverse. This is nothing. All this is... The it was movies, bad. The movies don't do well in uh, Japan I and China. They're, they're and trying Asian to get, markets trying all, to get youth all included. Market, not just, no, 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 no. They don't care about the youth market. Yes, they do. They care about overseas I tickets that have been not very good. I don't understand on the American side. And yes, I know that they're trying to Are do Are you going to explain Star Wars to me? I'd love this. No, what I'm saying, Jared, is I, uh, while I understand that they also want international market, I don't think you're in touch with how much the American youth is into anime. I, as someone who watches Twitch, I'm I subjected to. I, I, Eric, I'm just is, saying, I think you underestimate. You're so hitting it. a pet peeve of mine when people try to explain Star Wars to me. I'm like, not I trying don't. to explain Star Wars. I think you're I'm trying to wrong. explain the explain youth and anime, okay. not Star no, Wars. I think you're both wrong. I think they just said, hey, anime is a cool style of artwork. How about we give these cool artists a chance to make their own Star Wars? Yes, story? and some of them were cool, Kathleen and then Kennedy, some so. of them were stupid. Yeah. No, I understand Kathy Kennedy. We're best friends. Mm. Right. Um, no, but again, like I said, it is, uh, they are not just not, they are not just not trying to grab just the international market. It is appealing because I can tell you right now, 
I can see people talking about this. Like, say, I go home and I start watching some Twitch or whatever, mm-hmm. and some younger 20-something-year-olds or whatever, 17-year-olds are talking about this. They're going to be like, that was awesome because they, they can rattle off 75 names of animes that I've heard of, but they're their favorite things. They're their, like when you ask them what kind of media they like, do they like any movies? It's all going to be like, so your, your case here is because it, it messed with physics. It's ruined star Wars. It's just stupid. Yeah, man, it's called anime, but it's, it's already in a, yes, but it's It's not canon, but it's in a existing universe no. i don't know eric this this argument I, I i was okay with all the cheesiness kind of the way that because again this is very cheesy the way they talk but it's very anime the way they talk and i i've watched him like i said i don't eric, hate anime. the most famous anime of all time has giant teddy bears attacking the the city yes i am aware it, of akira it is what it is man but, you know how much like you know how much i like anime i hate akira Mm. I, it's oh, weird he got, because he got real excited. They, they, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's some, no, don't don't ruin it for Jared. Uh, there's some, no, don't ruin it say, for Jared. Some, he won't know what I, what this means because this could be eight billion things in Star Wars. There's some tentacle action. Oh, <laughs> you know, this is the very first thing Disney has done with the Star Wars property that I have come into it with a, a shoulder shrug. I, I, if it's popular, I'm perfectly happy with it, but. Oh, that's not true. You've tapped out of the uh, reading books. Uh, that is true. That is, yeah. yeah. They, they angered you a while back, so I was like, just because you're not aware of it doesn't mean it's not happening. Uh, yeah. No, the comic th- books are pretty good. Yeah. I like the comic books. Again, I... Those I, books are terrible. I think, I think is, as a lover of anime and Japanese media... Um, and just Asian media in general. I think Dave took it a little personally, like I'm attacking all anime. And like, no, and I even said, no, the next what episode I that started up, is I you thought walked in and 30 seconds in, you were rolling was, your eyes, throwing your fists stupid. up in the air. And like, oh, what is this? This isn't Star Wars. I'm trying oh, not to say specifics oh, oh, in case Jared's going to be so upset. And that's not true. That's, <laughs> that's the way that Dave took it, is Dave is like, oh man, he's going to want to like agree with Jared. I go, I don't care if Jared likes this or not. I go, this is stupid. And I'm like, you are defending it because, oh. as Dave says, because this is, was his immediate defense before I even said, I just said it's dumb that they're changing the universe. And you know how Dave they're not is. changing the universe. You know how Dave is. Yes, they are. No, uh, it's no, not. not. J- J- Jerry, These they're are changing like the Star way that Wars physics works Eric, in the world. They're like Star Wars fever dreams. Right. Okay. Um, but, like, you know how Dave is. If it's different, it's better. Why not no, put it on mirror is, mode? That like, is a fear. That is a that, that uh, is a fair assumption point. of how I act, but this is not the approach <laughs> right. I'm taking on this. I'm just saying I it's was not attacking all so anime. I will give it a chance, and I will watch it. I probably won't ever watch this again. Even the ones I like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this. I, I enjoy seeing something different. But I understand. He might come back good, for some tentacles. Yeah, there's maybe people floating in space without spacesuits. I don't care. That happened in like the fifth uh, episode of The Clone Wars. Right. Not, probably yeah, not the oh, same oh, way. Oh, canon. Mm. All right. See, they were following canon. Right. They were with Master Plo Koon and the uh, <sighs> troopers were able to survive out in yeah. space. Right. Um, I, okay, never mind. But it, it, it they, they're trying really hard to just <laughs> force it into, uh, he goes, but it's just like, by the way, you know, Mobile Suit Gundam. <laughs> like, Mandai so. were in the car and we were talking, something about Star Wars came Mana up. is your wife? Yes. And we, uh, like, I just started, like, really going into things by pretending like I knew the names of all the planets, all the ships, and everything. But I was just making names. And up. she has no idea. <laughs> she did. I'm like, you know none of those. Well, you right. also <laughs> only have to create one biome per, per planet, so you're good. Uh, that's exactly how it works. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's consistent, Jerry. I like it. Okay. All right, folks. Uh, well, that was it for the, I, Yeah, that's it. Eric? 
Dave made me mad with Star Wars Visions, but other than that, I don't think I've watched anything. All right. Didn't even, he didn't even see it from the beginning. Yeah. I'm glad. Sounds awful. If there was a worse one than that, then phew, I lucked out. The first episode was great. The one, the one afterwards, I was liking. I was liking that one, too. That one was fine. Why'd Jared have to show up? I'm going to go up and finish it right now. And I don't think I watched anything myself. At least, if I did, I can't recall it. So Okay. All right, folks. I say we just get into the movie of the week. That segment gets uh, more boring as time goes on because we care less to actually watch anything. You must save us, Dave. You're the one that still watches. It is definitely not from lack of wanting. I get. I get really. Yeah, actually, I'm really wanting to watch the stuff that's on HBO Max right now, but I just I can't get to it. I know it's like a running theme at this point, but it's like I'm really starting to. I mean, it is my time, and I'm choosing to spend it in certain ways, but. The fact that we do this podcast and have the segment and I never have anything to bring to it is a little... Uh, I apologize. Drop the segment. Yeah. There's a clear... If, you, if you've if you listened to this podcast all the way through, I used to bring stuff all the time. <laughs> you also used to have notes that weren't handed to you by a newer member that. that still cares enough to look up notes. Well, but then uh, I had kids and it becomes harder and harder to... Remember to in this podcast time. youth uh, when we cared... <laughs> We we care we we care enough to deliver quality entertainment, well, but it's just entertainment so, anyway. I think it's just become so effortless right. to us now. That's the problem. We're just so darn good at it. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. I like okay. that assessment. Right. And speaking of, let's uh, let's do it. The movie that I picked for this week is School of Rock from 2003. Currently holds a 92% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It was made made on a budget of $35 million. Box office pulled in $131.3 million. Big success critically. Uh, pretty decent success uh, financially. This movie's beloved. It is. Uh, I believe for very good reasons. Uh, this is... It is hard to find a movie I like more than this. I'm at five stars. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm i trying to think if I'm going to have any major issues, but none, none are hitting me where I need to drop it below a five. I'll give this five stars. Love this movie. Yes, five stars. Yeah, this is one of Richard Linkletter's uh, best ones. Uh, speaking of best ones, I, I was very interested because I, I, I'm of the belief that this movie probably should have just won best picture of the year that it came out and i I, i'm Mm going to run these movies past you guys and see if any one of these movies you think is deserving but are you better are you running past movies that are in its category in the comedy uh, category or is it just the best movie of of the year are you saying of anything that hit the screen that year the unless you're talking about the golden globes which does uh separate them like that in the academy awards they don't have a separate section for comedy has it been that long since i've paid attention <laughs> what's uh so what is the academy or what's the golden, golden globes it's, has it's comedy, comedy or, or musical musical i was gonna say i was like it's not drama obviously but yeah i guess it is yeah though so, i wouldn't i don't know if i would consider this a musical no, i think musical has not. to imply that characters will break out into song as if it's normal yeah. yes like now, they Miz. did turn this into a musical yeah, and a TV series, right? I sense. believe so, yeah. yeah. I was totally not aware of the TV series. What'd you say? I'm just saying that totally makes sense for this yeah. property. 
Uh, all right. Uh, the movie that did win Best Picture of 2003 is a movie I like quite a bit. Uh, Chicago. Okay. But never School of it. Rock is far superior oh, wait, to Chicago. Way better. Yeah. You have never seen Chicago. Uh, Gangs in New York, which is a film I think is Ugh. great. But not. But Man. not as good as this movie as far as I'm concerned. It. But I okay, so great performance. I would not give Jack Black the best picture, uh, best actor. I yeah. would have given that to Daniel Day Lewis. But this still is the better film. To like me. I, this is a movie I'm going to rewatch more than Gangs of New York. But I will say this: in terms of best picture, which again was why I, I think in my mind for a second there, I was like, yeah, but like in its own category, is like for right or wrong. Typically, the best pictures are uh, you know nominees are dramas, and. Sometimes for good reason. And to me, when I think of, even though I have devalued what that award means to me, I still think of it as, I th- I want to think of the winner as I think epic. I've unvalued it because I, at this point it means zero. Yeah, I'm saying like, like I want to think of that movie though, if it wins it, as, as epic. As important. Yeah, and like Gangs of New York fits that kind of idea for me of what I would want, and again, may not agree with, but what Eric, I would want out of a best it picture. It was producer was Harvey Weinstein. So? There's a lot of good movies with Kevin Spacey. It doesn't mean I want him to be in more movies. All right. But it doesn't... Dave, let yeah. the record show you and I did not speak up for Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, Jared, or Kevin Spacey. Or Jared, Kevin Spacey. When, wow. when is the last time you, you've heard hmm. and not turned off and discussed a uh, Michael Jackson song? Never. I don't know if he's heard know. one in a while. I don't, I've never liked Michael Jackson. Yeah, but like you, I'm not saying that Michael Jackson's your favorite. What I'm just saying is uh, no, there I are mean, many people that you consume. <laughs> before there was ever even a suggestion about, well, I'm, before the suggestions got to my ears about Michael Jackson, I did not like his music. Uh, Jared, he's the king of pop. There, you it. you listen to a lot of hey, <laughs> you listen to a lot of uh, 50s Dave, and Dave 60s people that uh, <laughs> that dated real young. Huh. Like who? Come on, man. I'm consistent. You listen to a lot of oldies. You love... If it's oldies, Jared probably likes it. Come on, Jerry Lee Lewis. I never listened to Jerry Lee Lewis out of principle. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm just... What I'm stating here is that you can disagree with what someone does or in a world where we're talking about a table where we don't agree with the way that cancellations happen. We're not saying that certain people aren't awful awful people and maybe deserve what they get. Karma is a thing and, and, you know... uh, justice Hmm. but what i'm saying is that doesn't mean that like you can't watch a movie that someone did a good performance and there are other people in that movie too that it's an ensemble cast it's a good movie i'm just i I don't mean games nor but i don't i don't uh i'm gonna die on the hill that harvey weinstein should not have gotten a best picture because uh i love this movie well i'm sorry rock should have won a lot of people you like worked uh worked under and with mr Uh, weinstein I didn't mean it like that, Jared. I meant directors. <laughs> My goodness. I meant directors, My actors, goodness. and producers, but not the way that you throwing out it. that kind of humor. Oh, I man. actually didn't mean what it that way. That, that says something about your dark soul. <laughs> but all right, I movie. believe I'm probably the only one that watched the next film. Oh, uh, it was a film I really enjoyed, but again, I would still pick this movie over. Uh, the hours. Yeah, are you guys even aware of this uh, movie? Yes. The one with Nicole Kidman yeah. and the yeah. makeup and stuff. I've not the seen the makeup. It. The yeah, the nose. Yeah. Okay. I was like, the yeah. nose? That's yeah. Nicole Kidman's nose. The nose. Did you guys see The Hours? No. No. I've seen I pictures. Loved, I love it. But it, that is a, I think. What is that about? Without ruining it. It's like, about a bunch of women who want to kill themselves. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's about a bunch of women that want to kill themselves. <laughs> Why are we all laughing at that? <laughs> you said they want to kill
themselves. <laughs> he said his life's a joke. Uh, All right. Sounds like a best picture, uh, best picture type of movie. Uh, the next one is uh, The Lord of the Rings of Two Towers, which is the least of the, the Lord of the Rings films. So if I was ever going to say this one did not deserve it and we should give it to School Rock, it would be The Two Towers. Wow. You know not what? A Lord I of the Rings fan. You heard never... it here first thought of the two towers that way but you're absolutely right mm-hmm. it is the least of the three but yeah. it, that doesn't mean it's bad no, no it's not, bad. not at all like come on it's just so weird that to hear it like that but you're 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 like a no you're like a victim over here jared you're like oh well if i have to let one have it if only one can be happy mm-hmm. then i choose return of the king but no you know, no actually fellowship, fellowship oh, you, you uh you're on I'm the fellowship, fellowship. yeah i i agree I kind of agree too, uh, but that's a whole nother story. Um, and you know, as we all three agree, you should cut those movies down a little bit. No extent. No, no I'm just joking. Well, maybe. <laughs> I knew I one way. Jared. These are all movies, by the way, that Jared and I stood in line for and saw together. That's right. But, um, but no, I'm saying that that to me, even Two Towers, still is a movie where I'm like, yeah, I know that's a best picture type of movie. It is, but I, I love this I'm movie. But it doesn't jump here. out to me as it needs to be nominated for best picture. Like, but have you watched the extended version of Battle of the Five Armies? No. Oh my gosh! As a matter of fact, I've I think only I have, ever yeah. seen the Battle of the Five Armies. Which, if anybody doesn't know, what we're talking about that's the third Hobbit film. Mm-hmm. I only saw Battle of the Five Armies once. Yeah. It was in the theater, and I was bewildered at what was going on. No, I oh did see gosh. the extended. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, you know all the problems with the movie, the shortened movie. The movie's already extended because it's stretched into three movies. Right. <laughs> took the last And then they took book. that and put out an even yeah. further extended cut that I'd have no idea what's going on at all. Yeah, I remember it being weird. It is strange. Yeah. Um, and I liked the first two. I, I, I thought they were unnecessarily long and all the, the, the complaints about The Hobbit, I think, were founded, but... I was still on board until we got to that third one. And right. I just. I, I love the, set, the Desolation of Smog. Yeah. I love that movie. They yeah, were absolutely. really proud to be like, this is the longest uh, battle scene that's ever been in one movie. Hmm. The, the whole movie is that a battle but scene. But that's what I'm saying. They were like, it's record setting. I'm like, that doesn't mean it's good. Last movie uh, nominated for Best Picture that year. Uh, film I liked. Uh, Eric's going to like it because it's a uh, director was a pedophile, but. Uh, <laughs> Wow, I'm guessing Brian Singer directed no the, the pianist. Okay. I've never seen the pianist. Jared, we can't say that? that word on this pod. We can because it was was uh, it a Polanski? Yeah, Roman Polanski. That's a Roman like the pianist is Roman uh, Polanski. <laughs> what? Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. I've I've also never. As seen a matter of fact, that was the film that he was nominated. Oh, while not in the country, while not in the yeah. country, and all the people are like, "Oh, p- forgive him." And it's like that uh, makes sense. Yeah. Did you look into what he did? Maybe, maybe we don't forgive him. Which, which one is the one with uh, Harvey Keitel? Is that the pianist or the piano? The, the piano. Okay, I hate that movie. That's my mom's favorite movie. I never saw. I it. hate it. I never saw. I it. do I like it. Harvey Keitel. I haven't seen that movie. Well, you though. see a lot of them in this movie. Yeah, movie. if you if you really like Harvey Keitel <laughs> you and you really, really want to like see them. a lot of them, you can watch the piano oh. and you'll mm. you'll. I'm getting uh, some uh, undertones of things. Here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So having said that, I think we all agree School of Rock should have won Best Picture. Agreed. All right. It's a pretty long-lasting and great film. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go around the table and talk about some things that we do like. Uh, Dave, why don't we go to you first? Uh, okay. Um, I, I mean, this is just a fun 
movie that like you can watch with the whole family, even with the, I mean, there's a little, I mean, very minuscule amount of, uh, cussing. Yeah. Very. Let me ask you this. This is an interesting topic. I actually meant to research it, but as we already settled, uh, earlier, uh, there's just not a lot of research on this podcast. Why is this movie PG 13? Hmm. Is it because you have children saying, you know, I'm not the worst curse words ever, but you know, the only thing I can think of there, one kid says the A word. Well, they sing it and, you know, and everybody cheers whenever they're doing it at the end because it's part of the, the, the main song. So that's what they, they did a cuss word in the song, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And they everybody, cheered, everybody, I, mem- like, I was like, I should yeah. go turn on the subtitles and figure out what they just said because I, I missed it. And it's I, the, I forgot to go it's back. It's the and, A word for your rump, Jared. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I still don't see how this gets a PG thirteen rating. Yeah, um, I I kind of agree. I don't yeah. know if it's just I'm trying to think. There's no an adult kidnapping children. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Maybe. there's the joke that he touches them, and you know, he, he's touched them all. <laughs> and I think I've touched them. Yeah. <laughs> I love the slow realization because the parents have a slow realization of what they interpret that as. But I love his even slower, <laughs> where he realizes like. Oops, um, but yeah, the, yeah, I really don't think because there's no, there's no even remotely close to nudity. I mean, there's him with a shirt off where he's like got boxers on. Uh, could it be drinking? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. But for a PG thirteen movie, I could still show this to like my ten year old. You know what it is, Heck, man? I was thinking about showing it to my. A five-year-old. It's yeah. that guy in the band who has his nipples out the whole time. It's that guy. <laughs> the guy that wears only the <laughs> he's, sleeves. He's just yeah. too sexual. <laughs> They're like, we can't. He's <laughs> just too offensive. His, that's all he, he that's his whole persona is just look at me. I'm a sexy rock star. I do like the part when he <laughs> talks talking up, to her. Uh, yeah. What's her name? Joan Cusack. She yeah. doesn't she doesn't get it. Yeah. Is that, oh, you're hot. Oh, what? You're warm? Stop <laughs> <I love laughs> you. All right, and uh, you were saying, before but yeah, so it's it's a feel good movie that is fun. Uh, adults could like it, kid, like you said, kids could like it. I can't imagine anybody disliking. This I movie. D- I don't know who could. Yeah, actual principals of preparatory schools, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Even then, I'm just like, come on, man, it's cool rock. What do you think about the scene at the the school when? Uh, Jack Black basically figures out what he's doing and uh, starts putting the band together right then and there. And the way that the camera moves, theres I don't know if you guys have the same opinion. There is something about that scene. Well, I think what helps that scene feel special mm-hmm. is because we're, we're talking about a story and it's, you know, I mean, it's cheesy and, and cliche about what it's trying to say there, but it is a story about a guy who's a loser and has never found where he fits. Even in the world of music, which is his life and his passion, he's never fit. He's been the oddball that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then he finds a place where he thinks he's not supposed to be there. He's just, again, when he shows up there, he's not doing it to like, because it's his passion. He's getting a paycheck. Yeah, he's yeah. doing it like he's he's doing, he's disingenuous. But, but because of what he like learns and, and what he experiences... He becomes the most influential teacher those kids will ever have because no one will touch them, as he says, um, in the same way. He finds something where he is able to, even though he's not 
actually preparing them for the types of subjects that that you know you want he is preparing them for life <laughs> yeah you don't send your kids to prep school so that no. they can be in a rock band no right. but but also just not learn any subjects because i think there would be people that would be down for when he teases the experimental style of him singing while he's teaching if he was teaching you know science and math and social studies and like all in geography and all these types of things i think there are some parents even in a school like that that would be okay with that if the material was good, but that's not what he's doing. You know, he's he's only teaching them this one niche thing, and he's going very in depth with it. But I, I, what I think is fun about that scene, where it's the moment where a lifelong loser finds where his he's the key to that lock. He finds mm. something that he's good at, and he thinks he's good at music, but he's not. He's not good at music. What he is is he's good at at. at Again, teaching people music. He's good at at bringing people to love something that they didn't know they should love. Yeah, That's where he excels. He says in the movie, those who can't do, teach. Yeah. And those who can't teach, teach Jim. One of my favorite <laughs> things about this movie is how much every single real teacher loves Jack Black. Yeah. And then that moment where he's being so disingenuous. And again, this this actually speaks to it. This is a great example. He is lying through his teeth. While all those teachers eat it up and respect him, yep. everything he says, literally everything he says at that table is a lie. And then that child walks up to him and says, that was a really cool lesson that you had today. And it's that moment where he realized for a second, it's like that self-realization for a moment that he's not lying. He is a good teacher. Yes. Not only that, but uh, going back to the scene that we were talking about, because I, I thought long and hard on it because... Whenever I thought of School Rock, there are two moments that always stuck out to me. The end credits, the way, the coolness of the end credits, which will get there. The girls like the movies. (laughs) The movie's over. Why are you still here? But there is something about that scene in the school when he first starts putting it together. And I I think I have unraveled what it is. Because I've also, from what I understand, I'm not the only person to have been like, there's something about that scene. Jack Black is up to that point. He's our main character and we've given him some leeway, but he is not exactly likable. Right. We have just seen him do identity theft of his best friend who he's mooching off of. <laughs> it was uh, so much easier to mooch off you when she wasn't here. Great. <laughs> yeah, uh, and not only that, but we're also given this room full of kids and you can tell like, what he has done up to that point is is pretty much abusive. Yeah, going in there and being like it's recess and you know stop annoying. I'm hungry. Me and Who's stuff got like food? That. Yes. What yeah. does he call her? Ham sandwich or whatever uh-huh. for uh, a while. Turkey but sub. I think it's turkey in that sub. scene. We instantly get a likable character who starts to have his arc truly set off. Not only that. We we get to see the kids come alive, and now that it feels so organic, it's the type of scene like I've mentioned this kind of thing before too, where it, I know quite a bit about a quite a good amount about how to write a thing. Uh, there is, uh, I, I am that scene does not have a logical movie screenwriting flow to it oh it feels like real really good improv by jack black because what it is is 
they ha- there are key things that he has to hit in that scene. And I'm, I'm talking to someone that does not know how they actually shot that scene. I'm just, uh, you know, assuming here. I'm sure he Martin Scorsese didn't hit some cuts. But, and but stuff, what I'm but. saying, no, I, I don't even mean like the, the editing of like, you know, the camera work. What I'm saying is there are certain check marks and uh, signposts that they need to hit in that scene. And that is assigning certain roles to certain characters. But I really think like so much of that scene and maybe he found something that worked and he tried it in a second take. He brought it from take to take, but it really feels like that entire scene, which is so it's like a giant Jack Black monologue. It really is. But it, but it is, it feels so natural because us as viewers are familiar with Jack Black. It is the most true to Jack Black moment. He 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 has something he wants to say. He makes it into a weird sounding song off the bat. Um, he gets someone else to say something and does something. The way that he's moved, like his movement in yeah. it, is so natural because it is really Jack Black. That is how he is, and they were able to harness that and make it work for the scene. So, like to me, this is when we talked about like things you like. One of the strongest things I was going to, and this goes for everybody, but especially Jack Black. This is one of the best casting choices of all time. Well, I I think he's got, I don't know how you the make The lovable this movie. loser that also is actually in real life really into music. Mm-hmm. Like this is, it, you didn't really have to change much about Jack Black. You're just, they like, they like put him in a room and they're like, people like you. You're energetic and you are different than most people. Be you. And make it work to the plot. Uh, you have to say that this person's going to be on this, and I have full control of creative control of the band, and I will not release it and all this stuff. But you give him those signposts, and then he just runs wild, and it works. Yeah, I just can't imagine another actor no doing this movie. Is there? I mean, is there anyone that you can think of off the top of your head? No, that could pull this off and be as charismatic. Mark Ruffalo, Kyle Gass. I was gonna say that literally. I was like Kyle Gass, but Kyle Gass. I do love Kyle Gass, but I mean he ain't, he's not gonna be as charismatic no. like through the whole thing. All right, uh, Dave. Anything else? I mean, um, I think Eric kind of started bringing it up, but there was a scene where uh, he sees the one kid like mm. kind of getting gruff from his dad, yeah. and so he comes back and he starts like, "All right." What he, makes you mad? What makes you guys mad? He's like, so he's still using music for them to get their feelings out. Mm-hmm. And I, I, whenever I think of that movie, I always think of like the, the end song, of course, that always jumps in my head. But when he's like, I didn't want to go to school today. Now I'm really ticked off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, something about well, this movie. It's also like, what that, the creation of that song, right? Yeah. When that moment where he's like, he makes him do it and he starts bringing more people into it and he makes it a moment and, and gets everybody involved because he's like, no more hidden songs, man. You don't hide songs from the band. But like he, there are in the beginning, even in the scene you're talking about, it's different because even in that moment where he's falling into his own, he's still a jerk. Yeah. He's still, the band is about me. It's the he's still using the them. Yep. He's still like, by the time you get to that scene where mm-hmm. like, it's not about can they win the battle of bands. It's not about whatever. He literally just wants at that point, he's grown beyond himself to where he wants to help them. In fact, by the end of the movie, he doesn't even want to sing. They ask him to sing. It's an interesting question, he's Eric. Grown. When, when does uh, Jack Black, in the midst of this film, when is the moment that he officially changes and it's for them instead of him? 
I think it's getting close to around that time where, like I said, where he writes that song there. And there's other stuff because he's already. Oh, wait. As a matter of fact, I think, I think you're right. Um, there's a part when they try to perform the song and he steps back and there's a shot of him standing outside of the ring, essentially watching what he's created. And he looks really happy. Yeah. about it i think you're right i think well it is i'm that saying like by right the there. end of the movie he's aware of it enough because he's not self-aware i don't think even in that moment where where he's want he's he's just genuinely being you know genuine he's he's trying to help them out he cares about them and it's more about their happiness and their growth than what can this do for me in that moment but by the end of the film he is literally at a point where he doesn't even want to go on stage at battle of the bands and sing with them mm. and they're like no no you're part of this we're here because of you. We want you to be our leader. Mm. And like, so like there's that moment where he's grown enough as a person to be like, yeah, like it's, it's not about, it's not about me. He's not even angry when he sees the guys. He's like, oh yeah, don't worry about those posers. Old Jack Black would not have been able to let go that that is his old band on stage. Like those are his, you know, bandmates, but he's so grown beyond that where he doesn't care about, will this be good for me? He's just like, this is awesome for them. Like, it's it's cool and natural progression. Yeah. Uh, Dave, missed opportunity to not have Jack Black and uh, Joan Cusack uh, officially have a love interest in this movie. No. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it, they're so obviously made for each other in the movie type of way. Yeah, but that's not the main not, focus. Though. I mean... I, How easy would it have been at the end of the movie to have... Some like she walks in, kisses him, and then walks out of it, or something. I like think that. it would have been too cliche. Oh, yeah. But I, sometimes but, but cliches the, work. Well, here's the thing: I, I wanted to see the buttoned-up, you know, starch in her collar, uh, whatever the dean, whatever. I don't know what yeah. title she had. Uh, you know, fall for the the punk rocker like that. That would have been fun. Well, no, she got the the shirtless sleeve guy. I think I, <laughs> I think I like the fact that almost like what should be a healthy band uh. those two by the end you can make the the comparison that their teaching relationship is like being in a band at the beginning he's he's only manipulating her he's only like he's only doing things for him because he wants to be the lead singer it's all about him mm. but like even with that relationship he just by the end of it he, he like when they're sitting in that van and he, yes, he gets what he wants, which is the the admission of the, uh, you know, the acceptance of the field trip. But he's like telling her nice things, not because he wants to get You're something cool. out of it. No, he's literally just a thing where he's just like, I've misjudged this person a little bit. This person like has some of this, you know, like this person's a person and like. I don't want this person to feel bad, yeah. even though this is I had an image of what this person was. I love when they're like. You're the man, and she's like, "Thank you." <laughs> she walks That's like, "That's great." Right? <laughs> but like, they're like, "Oh, we got her." <laughs> but yeah, like when she breaks down and she's like, "I didn't want to be this way," like you know all this stuff. No, no, people hate me, and it's like, it's not. He he be, he's becoming such a better person. That I I I like that they didn't go down the cliche route of, mm. and now they have to be in a relationship. Right. It's like, no, they're both. It was uh, it wasn't necessary. They're both Aww. better people because they. What's wrong with you? Uh, you two stone cold hearted people. Uh. No. Would have been fun. Nah. All right. Uh, Eric, what about for you, sir? What do I like? Mm. Um, I, again, I, I think I think the casting is great. I think... Can, you know, I, can, I, can I kind of spin off that? Go for it. 
I feel like the children mm-hmm. actors in this movie are phenomenal. There's one exception. And I'll get into that later. But uh, honestly, they all have their own like different type of personality. A lot of them have good, funny jokes that mm-hmm. they pull off well. Um, I think it works really, really well. In it's this very movie. hard to have that many right. well, of those characters. And for me to be able to keep no, them guys, straight. You, you guys are missing, I think, the important thing of why this casting is so great. And it is the, it is great casting with children because I've complained a lot about child performances. Mm-hmm. There, To be fair, there are some stiff performances that happen during this. They're not off-putting though no they're very acceptable performances but the thing that makes it amazing to me is they didn't just cast well what is the best person to say this line they went out for the musicians and got actual kids who can play those instruments believably yeah even if even i don't know how this movie was made look the the fingers and things still line up i'm sure these kids the kids that are in the band absolutely can play those instruments now do they do them as well in one take as as it's shown maybe not is is there some sound editing that goes over the top maybe but those kids are legitimate musicians so they went out and they they narrowed down their casting choice not to can we get the best kids but can we also get the best kids that fit this specific description of they can do this thing i'm let me go off just a little bit. So uh, we mentioned earlier that there was a musical version of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did go see it up at the Fox and it uh, they actually all the kids in that musical played their instruments. It makes sense. I mean, and so they that's part of the they were, you know, it's, it's stage acting. So it's a little different in the movie, but they could all act and they all could play the instruments. And so it was like a rock show. That's almost. because they have very demanding stage moms. Uh, you I'm know, sure they do. Pushing them uh, very hard. Uh, there was a term I heard for that that I thought was funny, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, did they fix the plot uh, of the uh, Jack Black character and Joan Cusack getting together? Uh, they maybe. Fix it? Yeah, maybe yeah, there yeah, were. Oh, in the in the musical, because it's a you know problem. What? You know, I feel, I think they did kiss in the musical. Yes. at the very least. See what I'm talking? I'm not about? saying they got together, but I, See what I, I'm if I remember about? right, I think they did. They it's knew. not because they it was knew. part of the script; it was just because the stage actors did some MDMA. Hmm. <laughs> got a little uh, freaky. Momager. Momager. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Term that was escaping me. Not one of those in real life. Wasn't a pleasant experience. Hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I, I've seen the the push your uh, children into uh, be performers. Um, but yeah, I I think that is part of why this casting strikes out at me as it being so impressive with the children hmm. is because the, the, it's completely acceptable comparatively to other child actors just for the acting. But you add on top of that that many of these. Uh, kids do it. are also really doing what they're doing on screen. I mentioned that I had one that I didn't really care for, but is there a favorite? Is there a favorite between the kids? Yeah, I have a definite one. I do too. Well, okay. So my yes and no. So my I have two favorites. I'm going to say for two different reasons because I feel like it is separated. It is just the pure actors and then the musician actors. I would say of the band, I like the drummer the best. I like him, but he's not my favorite. I also no. like that they don't go the traditional route of the he's looks like he should be the bully character throughout the whole mm-hmm. movie, and he's not. I love that they do that, um, and I love the <laughs> the irony of the way that Jack Black sees a kid in a bad situation and doesn't even realize what he's 
that he doesn't normally practice what he preaches, but he just, he's just grown the way he's like, you know, talking about how, how irresponsible it is to be around these kids. It's like, you literally are telling them your wrong name. And it's like, like, but it's this thing of like, he doesn't even notice it because it's like, he's grown to a point where he truly believes what he's saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that, that is, I think my favorite because I think the way he's used like, yeah, yeah, it's cool with the, the guitar kid and, um, and it's cool with the the keyboard kid that's like, I'm not cool. Like like those are good You mean the best the best kid? Yeah. Those <laughs> Bees are knees. But those are <laughs> good storylines. What I'm saying is the kid that I think really inhabits the role where like he's le- he's not stiff. Now there is a, a dialogue line or two, but every single kid had some stiff dialogue that they performed. But it was all again, it was all passable. I think he does the best where like I I see him in that role. And I and I'm like, yeah, he completely works. There are the other kids where I'm like, yeah, it is a little bit of they could have got a better actor to do this, but they had limited choices because they needed a musician. I don't feel that with the drummer. Um, I do feel that with the lead guitarist and the um, the the uh, keyboardist. I will say this: uh, keyboardist is my favorite. It's Dave. weird. It, it, he's not my favorite. I, I love him. Oh, he's my favorite. It's yeah. weird to me too, though, that I understand because you know you don't typically have you know I've heard him, but like you don't typically have a lot of bass solos. But they really don't treat the bassist like a real. She doesn't even get. She's the only one that doesn't get a solo at the end too. Hmm. No. Um, they she doesn't have a lot of lines. She's she just kind. They're like we need a a bassist for the band, but we don't need you to talk. Right. <laughs> like it's kind of weird. Um, I think. My favorite kid um, in there that's not part of the band is, uh, I can't remember the names, but um, the manager. Mm -hmm. Summer. Summer. Yeah, that's my favorite right Because she is so good in that. She's so believable as that kid you just, like, her face. Hermione Granger. Oh, her face. Her face when he tears down the the stars. (laughs) She cannot handle it. It's so believable. Um, But I think the in the shortest bursts, the one who made me laugh the most is definitely the fashion designer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, when, he, when he's like, I hate you. <laughs> he's, like, yeah. he's like, you're tacky and you're whatever. And he's like, he's like, no, we're done now. <laughs> and he keeps going and he's like, talk to me after class. <laughs> like, it's just like that kid every time. And again, he, it's a cliche, but every time he appears on screen, he's so good at that role. Yeah. It's so funny. Uh, yeah. But I, that, that to me is the kind of the, I think the breakup of, of, because I do, I have to separate the the true actors from the musical actors. Because I feel like you are fishing from different pools there. Hmm. I just think this movie exudes fun. Yeah, yeah. from it's just kind from beginning hearted. to end. Yeah, well, that it's the opposite of mean spirited. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, kind hearted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I just feel like it makes you feel better watch, about the world. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think there's something about that the ending too, about how they're all together, they're all having fun. The parents are happy, singing. the teachers are happy. Yep. There aren't any. Ned leaves his girlfriend. You know, that's an interesting topic to me. I'm not exactly. I can't. I won't and can't say that I think it's a problem with the movie. She has no redeeming qualities, but that's the way she's written. But wait, she's right. <laughs> Well, yeah. look, look, not Ned. Listen, I'm calling him Ned. Whatever his name is, uh, she's Dewey. right, but she's Dewey. she's manipulative. So it's this thing of like, and it's look. It, you want to talk about hanging a lantern on it? Every speech she has is about not being pushed around. Like as she pushes him around, like she is not a 
innocent bystander in like she's she's not like fully clean and that's the thing too is what's frustrating about her is she is so self-righteous of that she's in the right path yet she's being really bad towards another human so it's like she she's so convinced Who is she being bad to she's being bad towards uh ned, ned or, or like you know i get confused because he jack black gets called it gets ned for confusing. most uh <laughs> gets called ned through most of the movie but like towards maybe Ned, it's just because I am who it, is the again talk about casting. He is the saddest sad sack. Do you know who the, <laughs> to ever sad sack? He he's the writer of the movie. Did you know that? I think I'd heard that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude's talented, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I'm sorry. I he was also on the Amazing Race. Like they're pretty one sided. <laughs> like he's a pretty, you know, not he's not a full rounded character himself. Like you know Ned, she's not a full rounded character, but they 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 embody them very well for what they're supposed to be, and he's a sympath like like Ned is, and not just because I you know we're guys. Like Ned is a sympathetic character. He's a guy that. You can see, you can imagine a Ned that was once as alive as Jack Black. All we get to see is the shell of of a man who gave up on his dreams. Even if your dreams aren't rock and roll, it's never fun to look at someone who gave up. He didn't decide that teaching was his passion. He gave up and then got good at teaching. That's not what you want to hear it's the way that the world works but the thing is is then you're paired you're paired with someone who is not self-aware she is constantly manipulating him but her main complaint is how he's being manipulated i don't think she even yes, understands what the case she's doing be made that now there's a moral argument about how you should treat your significant other in a relationship but can't the case be made that maybe that character really should get a good good swift kick in the butt and be like but she's got to stop letting this guy mooch off she's got that that. spinal tap dial turned up to 11 sometimes you need a five or six yeah but maybe she's been doing it at one or two for a long time and it's kind of look i'm not saying that because that's the beauty of her character is she is right in the situations that she's doing but she still manages to be unsympathetic i just wish that they would have ended up i don't they're not a good match the two of them are not a good match. maybe they're still together they just i like sarah silverman too so that that also helps me wanting to forgive her forgive her yeah yeah. i just yeah i i I think it's it's i don't i like that the movie doesn't need to make every uh, you know thing have a nice bow at the end yes it ends happily i would like that it ends happily but they don't need to make um, you know, the principal have uh, have a love interest. They they joke with it. At they the do end. in the uh, stage play, I right. hear, which is an improvement. I feel like that was just you know improvised by the characters because they've been on the road, uh, you know, together for a long time in close quarters. Ooh. You know, and, and stuff happens, man. It's mm. magic. I don't know anything about that. Mm. Um, but no, I I I like that they they give happy endings to to each character. But they don't feel the need to like make it over the top. You are so your your mind is sorry. This is what you know why this movie is PG thirteen because people looked at this movie and got like saw things that didn't exist in it yeah. like you do all the mm. time on this podcast. Um, look, we all know that I don't care. I'm not embarrassed when I'm being <laughs> when I'm being uh, uncouth. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, I'm not ashamed of it. So it's like I'll admit whenever it's like intentional. Um, but no, I, I just, yeah, I'm saying I, I like that they don't feel the need to make Jack Black have a girlfriend. Um, they don't feel the need to make him and Joan Cusack be together. Like, they're just okay to be like, they are better at the end of the movie. Every single character in this film 
is better at the end of the movie than when they started. And I will even say Sarah Silverman because she does not, she's not, they're not a good fit. Need to get away from them. They're not a good fit. And it's like, it doesn't mean it needs to add in badly. They don't need to like hate each other, but they don't need to be getting married, those two. Like, and so like the fact that whether it's realized by one party or not, the fact that they are all on a, every single person in this film is on a better path than when they started. That's kind of impressive that you and can do that. he is teaching kids music. You can do that and that it too. not feel cheesy. That's good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm okay uh, with that. I like the fact that in the end, they don't win the Battle of the Bands. Yep. Yeah. Because it really speaks to the message that this movie is doing about, this movie has a very punk rock thing about it. Like, Obviously, they were the better one. They got the, the man encore, chose, man. yeah. The, but the man chose right. the safe choice. You know, mm-hmm. the the, the yeah. musicians. Yeah, the 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 shirt without nipple or the shirt that's all. Oh, no, there's there's the yeah. I was the say, shirt was without a, a shirt. Do you think it's they didn't shoulders. give him the prize money because they thought they were going to be dead? Oh. Yeah, I forgot about that part. They thought they were going to be. Oh, they're terminal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that to me has always felt weird. I understand that for time that they're already dragging that scene out. But the fact that they convinced them to just let them play because they're terminal, mm-hmm. not like we'll go back in and stay for another 30 minutes and you guys can get set up and, and we'll extend the auditions. Yes, I understand that in, you know, in another scene that's not, it's usually not kids, but in another scene like that, that has an audition thing. And you've seen that in another movie where they convince them to let more auditions go through. I understand that's cliche, but it makes more sense to me. It's a little weird that they're just like, like yeah, put the cancer kids it, up. If they couldn't play music, that could have been a really awkward few minutes at the show. What was uh, the disease? Stick it to man, stick it to demanditis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's awful. You know, <laughs> I've never heard it. of that. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just weird that they're like, we ran out of time. So for instance of time in that scene, we're just going to be like, yeah, sure. We'll, we got us, we got scheduled. Like it's kind of weird. All right, boys. Anything else to say as far as liking of the movie? I could keep going, but yeah. The songs are good. Songs are great. Uh, and the way that the director films it, like we're a fly on the wall. Uh, I just I I just love the way that this movie develops. The the first I, I won't say the first song, but the song where Jack Black is singing about the legend of the rent. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it, that was very tenacious D. Oh, like yeah. you could hear that big time. Yes, I agree. Uh, if anybody doesn't know who's listening, Tenacious D was the band that. Do they actually still do it? Yeah, I think they're so. still they're best friends, man. And they're I know there's a movie, but I just feel like that's Pick probably a younger a younger crowd may not know what we're talking about. I decided that. not to, but I mean it's on Netflix. I thought about picking it for mm-hmm. Pick a Destiny. Uh, it's a good movie. for the next movie. Uh, it, they did a band where everything is dialed up to eleven. Essentially, uh, they're the one that made them famous was is it the greatest song? Yeah, it's just called Tribute. Yeah, Trib- yeah, but it's a tribute to the greatest song yeah. ever ever performed uh um, all right great great music video by the way too it is uh let's go to uh things that we don't like about the film i really have one sort of thing that never well i guess there's two sort of things that have never quite worked for me i have two yeah. the and that we've already mentioned one so i'll go i'll blow past it pretty quickly the the um them getting into the battle of the bands because they're dying children has always seemed like a really convenient 
brush under the rug to get him in. Uh, And the movie gets sillier as it goes, but I feel that that moment's too silly for that part of the movie. Yeah. 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 There's also not a tag to it because I think they mention it when they're at the bands, but there's no tag where like um, Frank Whaley, we, we, we've brought up Frank, uh, Frank Whaley on this podcast before. Uh, he's the the head of the uh, uh, the the man there, uh, mm. of the Battle of the Bands. But um, no, like there's no scene where like during the performance, there's a quick cutaway where he's like, man, those sick kids can really rock or like, like should have been a tag to it. Yeah. There's no like capper to that joke, like kind of thing. Um, so it just feels weird. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I, I feel like even though I brought that up as a complaint, I don't feel like that's like, it hurts the movie. It is a little weird though. Yeah. But there's definitely some things you just got to go with. Frank, He was in little monsters. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. He's boy. He was boy in little monsters. Cause as I said, we just talked about Frank. Yeah. All right. The other thing that I'll say is uh, if if you follow screenwriting and the three-act structure, there is an obvious delineation. Delineation. What Eric said. Uh, of where the second act ends and the third act begins, which is the, the second act ends... Um, as he's getting arrested. As he's getting arrested. The third act is the finale, blah, blah, blah. Uh, to me, the third act has always been a little weak. Uh, the buildup when, how it's building where he's inside that room talking to the parents, there's a cop outside, the pressure is mounting on him. But I've always, even the, the, the shot of him running away with his guitars, I go, wait a minute. So he just gets to leave? Like I, I've all. I wonder if there's, there's something no consequences ed- edited. Yeah. Yes, yeah. like, and they know where he went. Yeah, they know who he is and where yeah. he is. I've always felt that it's, it's weird. The, it's the, like cartoonish. Yeah, and well, and then the movie kind of gives into uh, the cartoonishness, and I go along with it. It's not so jarring that it's like, wait, is this a whole other movie? But like, you get well, to you're the part also where watching a movie where you never once think that. Man, I wonder if they're going to get to actually make the performance at the Battle of the Bands. Mm. I wonder if they're not if the movie is going to end without the kids getting to perform. It's like you know what kind of movie you're you know. watching, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I I guess this is one more thing I like. Um, I the scene where they can't get into the Battle of the Bands and they have to go buy tickets. Yeah, is, <laughs> uh, tickles me to no end. Which, by the way, if I thought my kids were kidnapped. <laughs> There is no doorman that is going to stop me from getting into well, it. I thought it was Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack shows up and they're like, uh, I'm sorry, you, are you with the band? She goes, I'm their principal. Oh, oh, go oh, right in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't say go right in, but yeah. There's something. She said, the, the woman says some kind of like, she's like really impressed by right. her. She let her in. Yeah. Um, that's it for me, though. And those are... This is a five-star movie. Those are some pretty mild complaints yeah. for yeah. me. Uh, Dave, do you have anything? Uh, the, some of the things you said, but I was talking about the one kid actor that kind of just doesn't do it for me is the guitarist. He is overly stiff, but that is part of I guess his that's part of his character. But he's so fluid when he's performing that guitar in the end, which is the point. English like, is his second language, isn't it? Is I don't know. Probably. He doesn't. He, it, I'm I'm guessing upon what I saw, but it doesn't seem to me like he has a good grasp of English. 
Now, that can be for a multitude of things. doesn't necessarily have to do with it, but if he is as good of a guitarist as he is, uh, you you would assume it's not from mental problems and stuff like that, but it it always seems to me like he's he's not able to speak well. <sighs> yes or yeah, well, no. I, I just I just was trying to look up if he if English was a second language, which I don't. I think it's not. But then it says that he was arrested in Florida by say, police a, for stealing guitars in an amp. I was like, is that a mugshot that <laughs> yes, I'm seeing upside down? Yes, it is down? a mugshot. I, I don't want to... So what you're saying is he's gone truly punk rock. Yes. The drummer is dead, right? Yes. He oh, actually died he? this year. How old are these kids? How old is um, this movie? Let's see. Well, the, he's from the, 2003. Yeah. The so, drummer who died years. was 32. It was just uh, back in May, I believe. Mm. Uh, he was just riding his bike and got hit by a car. No fun. Yeah, no. All right. Uh, anything else from you, Dave? Um, not as far as not liking. No, not really. All right, Eric. Anything else? You, as you mentioned, it, it's nitpicking. But I, if I want to bring up two things, one we've sort yeah, of mentioned, buddy, uh, one we've messed with all. physics that got yeah. you in a <laughs> sort of. They were right. floating through space, sort of. Um, I have a hard time believing even though they do take a couple links to make this believable. So again, it is passable, but it's, it ain't believable. They like, what, what are they in like an abandoned wing of that school? Oh. No, because, no, 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 they wait, wait, look, yeah, they soundproofed right, it. Right. They soundproofed right. it. Yes, what? And I don't understand cam- what you're saying. Hey, these are straight A students. They know how to soundproof. Right. I'm going to do the Dr. Evil. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things that you just, for the sake of the movie, go, these people are going to have to scream at the top of their lungs and, you know, play the musical instruments. comes and investigates at one time. Yeah. It's no big deal, man. Right. And then they show that they have cameras, even though 90% yeah. of the shots, those security kids are never looking at cameras. No, don't worry about only it. Only when it's necessary. It's all good. Oh, I love the scene of, because of the way it's recorded, where he, the kid mispronounces something on purpose, mm. and then Jack Black responds on video to the mispronunciation. Yeah. Like, that is... That's good. Yeah, it is. Um, but it, yeah, this thing of like she walks by and she's like, oh, and like it's good enough to not even like check in. I, I thought that was really funny. But yeah, like the idea that they are getting away with the loud stuff that they're doing <laughs> in that room is just one of those things you have to kind of let go. Oh. But I notice it. I don't care how much you're soundproofing that know, room, man. man. Those kids, they, they soundproofed it. There's they no, really need no to problem. up the attendance at that school. They got some problems then, I guess, because, uh, uh, yeah, it ain't happening. I don't see no problem. It ain't they, they soundproofed it. This is actually going to be one that I don't, because, yeah, Dave can't even speak to. Um, he can speak to if he wants to make me mad, but you know he won't really have a valid opinion. And Jared, I know what Jared's opinion is because he'll want to make me mad. Um, this movie is amazing and flawless pretty much. Mm-hmm. But yet there is a movie that does some similar themed things. And, and you know, it's very diff- very different movie. But I now always compare it to that movie, like when I'm watching it. So, which is Sing Street. Sing Street is a completely different type of story of what they're going for. Sing, like what this movie is. This movie is a you ever seen Sing kids Street? comedy? Has a really terrible ending. He Jared loved it. He does. He disagrees. Terrible. That movie ending. is beloved, and everyone at this table loved it. 
Jared loved it, admitted off the pod multiple times everybody, how much he's turning the knife. This table loved it. I haven't. No, seen I mean it. everybody in this pod is what I meant to say. Oh, even Mikey loved it. Like every, it's a, it's a very level. It's the film that I've tried to get you and Amanda to watch with me multiple times. I just um, sit at home. So we've done Sing Street on the podcast, and that's why it's like Jared loves Jared. Let me tell you, you want to get really inside baseball with this. I loved this movie so much it angered Jared, <laughs> and he like wanted it, to man. take even just a little part sure. of it away. So <laughs> he just—it's just—he did the same thing with Detectorists. Uh, <laughs> he didn't even admit that he had watched Detectorists for a long months, time. Months later, he just yeah. talked about how stupid it was and sounded and everything, even though he had already watched it and loved it. Mm. But yeah, with Sing Street, he loves telling me that it's like you know everything mm-hmm. but the ending. It's the movie's great, but but here's my point: is what I'm saying. It's a movie about kids making a band. In a similar way, Sing Street has real musicians that can really play the songs they're playing on, all that stuff. The difference is, is it does not... That level of cheesiness that I, that I accept in a school of rock... And again, School of Rock was prior to Sing Street. So it's like... Yes. So it is the predecessor to that. Like, I... I've seen it done better with, and they're a little bit older, but they are still very young in, in, in Sing Street. But they, like, there is no level of these kids can't act or this doesn't feel like a real band. Like, the, I, I just wish that, that, that those cheesy little moments where a kid delivers a stiff line or whatever and it feels unnatural for a moment just didn't have. I wish that I didn't have to deal with that in School of Rock. It doesn't ruin School of Rock, but I know because I've seen it done better that it can be done better. And so like that is, the, I hate that I do that, but it is comparing, it's like comparing, we always talk about comparing Matrix 1 to 2 and 3 or comparing Godfather 3 to Godfather 1 and 2. It doesn't it's mean a, it's bad. It's I, that I've seen better. I think it's also more fair to compare the Matrix 2 and 3 as it is to compare Sing Street and School of Rock. No, I agree. But what my point of what I'm saying though is it is very noticeable every time a kid is, you're like, yeah, it's a kid actor, but it's a it's good comparatively to most kid actors. But especially when I know that they are casting musicians, so they're they're held to that, which is a very limited thing for this. But I've seen that where it's not it's not a problem. It is not a problem at all with any of the kids in Sing Street that are in that band. There is no moment where you go, man, they really compromised on the acting. These kids couldn't deliver a performance. Those are some of the best kids they could do, period. And then when you actually like, oh, wow. They are legitimately good musicians. Like it, it adds a level to it of believability that School of Rock just doesn't get. Sing Street is an okay film. School of Rock, you know, you're watching a a School of Rock is way better than. Again, they are different. They uh, Sing Street is like it does have funny stuff in it. It is meant to be comedic at times, so like you can make some comparisons. But it just it is sad to me that now it's like now I know something can do it better. So I don't think so. I judge I judge a little bit on School of Rock with uh, with it, but again I There's still gave funness, it five stars. Man, I'm whimsicalness to School of Rock that I it think is. Uh, is infectious. Dave, you and your wife would love that movie. Will you finally watch it? It's with got a me? terrible ending. Dude. We told you to come over. I've come been trying over. to watch that movie with you. It's not even for the best years. movie. Put my I've, baby to sleep and we'll watch. It. I've also it's not be, even the best movie by that director. Two Dave. of our other Who friends. The director? Well, What's the director's name? Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> he did uh he did begin again yeah and he begin did again with mark ruffalo that's the better film he okay. did once um his oh, name is escaping once. me oh, right okay now. um so once was his first yeah, he, one he loves this movie so much he doesn't even know the any other time movie. i could tell you i got less than two hours sleep last night jared so i'm here all right <laughs> what do you want from me 
<laughs> Whose fault is it that you got two hours of sleep? The Twitch streamers I was watching. That is, uh, Dear, do you want to know? This will anger you. I can't wait to say this because this will make you so angry. Do you want to know why? And I did well at work, mind you. But why I worked tired? I went out on my lunch and bought a five-hour energy <laughs> just to just to keep existing. Um, and then came here, did this podcast. But um, so I, I forgot because we don't, we were recording a day earlier than we normally do. Mm. I forgot that I had to watch the movie by tonight, even though I had been reminded the day before. Um, mm-hmm. But it is this thing of it sneaks up on you. And when you're unprepared, like I am, I was like, oh, I got to watch it. So I had already used up and stayed up late anyway. And then on top of that, I was like, oh, I need to now watch this two hour movie. Um, but uh, what I was staying up for is. Uh, there's a game coming out, an MMO that I took a week off of work for because why not, you know, um, new world. Okay. Okay. So new world is about to come out. They released the names of all the servers that are going to be on new world. And I watched a multiple hour discussion where people argued over which server they should join because of, uh, this is a cry for help again this week. It's like, so not a world that Jared inhabits. This is obviously not, not a world help. you want to be part of. Not but yeah, I was like, you know what? This is more important to me in this moment than getting a proper night of sleep is to is to find this out. All right. Intervention next week, yeah, right? Say, how many how many weeks in a row we're gonna have to have cries for help on this podcast before we have to take action, Eric? I mean, you've you've never like fully intervened in any of the moments that are cries for help. Right, Eric. Mm-hmm. You cancel your Twitch account, and I'll watch Sing Street. Just get out of here. Be reasonable. <laughs> I don't tell you to stop watching anime, do I? No, but I would do it for a friend. Um, before we go to, I'm and I am looking it up. I I'm, I'm, oh, John Carney. There you go. So that's that's he the gentleman's name. End a movie. He he uh, <laughs> he makes. But I know how to end a podcast. Movie. So you guys yeah. got anything else about this movie? Nope. All he right. knows how to end it to where we don't want to be on it anymore. But uh, anyway. All right, Eric, it is going to be your pick for next week. What is going to be our movie? Um, I gave a sneak peek to Dave. Um, A movie that I wanted to pick is leaving, and it was going to anger Jared. So instead, I just picked another movie that will anger Jared. Uh, We're going to watch Cliffhanger. Oh, (laughs) gosh. (laughs) Hey, we've had a good run of movies we liked, man. It's time to spice it up a bit. Cliffhanger. I don't even think I'm going to like this movie. I mean, here's the thing. I liked a lot of Stallone movies when I was a kid. I really don't think I'm you know, going to feel that way when I watch Cliffhanger. Even then, I knew Cliffhanger was bad, but it was like a fun bad. John Lithgow is having fun. That's about the best thing I can say. I guess we'll movie. see. Yep. I don't have a recent opinion on it. All right. So for some reason, Cliffhanger is going to be our movie for <laughs> next week. Uh, if you did like this podcast, if you go on your podcatcher of choice, Give us an ace five-star review or whatever it is on your podcast or choice. We'd greatly appreciate it. You can also reach out to us at qitapod at gmail.com. If you go to the podcast description, Eric always puts the exact spelling in there. Also, you can, uh, for at least right now, as I haven't uh, rage quit Facebook, um, you can go to Facebook and uh, the QitUp uh, page is active as of right now. So. Uh, with that in mind, as uh, Eric already said, Cliffhanger, for some reason, is going to be our movie for next week. And until then, cue it up.
Eric, you want to say something, I can tell. I, I do. Mm-hmm. So this wouldn't have worked, but do you know how much I wanted to do this, but no one would have got the joke? Is And uh, Eric, what's our movie for next week? Our movie for next week is... <laughs> And then just cut off with a cliffhanger. Oh, I get it. That would have been clever. But nobody would have got it. Well, maybe. Hey, Eric, what's our movie for next week? Oh, Dave, that's a good good question. Our movie for next week is... 